a middle-aged high school dropout, a male chauvinist pig, and a third-degree gambler. This is Dylan McGee, born in the summer of 1890, with huge dreams and aspirations. Baby Dylan learned how to crawl at nine months, walk at 12 months, and speak without babbling at 14 months old. A television set gives Dylan glimpses into the future. Will he use this knowledge to feed his gambling addiction or to save the world? Welcome to Earth Stories. He grew his first pubic hair in his 12th year, kissed a girl at 16, and received his first black eye Ouch! at 16 years old. The same year the troops returned from the Second Boro War, and the same year the first woman ran for a major elected office in the British Empire. Her name, Margaret Haley. Dylan's father hated Margaret Haley. For one, she was a socialist. Two, she was a woman. Dylan started betting on horses at 17 years old. And they're off in this service of go. And Georgie Wolf is at the whip on sea biscuit to keep him up. And they're coming to me head and head. War Admiral on the inside. Wolf is driving sea biscuit. And the sea biscuit is out running him. And started losing money at 17 years old. Met a roller skating waitress at 18 and tied the knot. By the power invested in me, I now pronounce you... The following year. Marriage bliss lasted for a year until he slipped into his horse betting hobby. He's coming to me. One light, two lights in the lead. And he came right over two lights. He goes by me. See this by two lengths. That cost him the shirt off his back, including the rent money. He'll win some and lose some. A continuous seesaw of hope and despair. When he was on the verge of losing it all, his horse came in first to keep his faith alive. And Seabiscuit's got a head advantage. They're going into that far turn, head and head. And it is either one. Take your choice. And right there, they're coming into view now. And the head and head Seabiscuit on the inside. That sound you hear is from the radio, since television was a luxury item in 1938. The average family couldn't afford a magical picture box, so they used their imagination while listening to the radio station. Then Dylan listened to a radio ad that spun his life in a new direction. Are you satisfied with the sound of my voice or the steps of a woman's shoes? For years, home entertainment could only be consumed on the radio. Well, not anymore. No longer do you have to use your imagination and picture that beautiful secretary walking into the detective office. Mr. Sammy has the best television sets on the planet, including the brand new 1939 
Dumont Model 183 with a 14-inch screen. What are you waiting for? Embrace the future with a sparkling new technology while supplies last. Be the hero of your family and the envy of your neighbors. Run, don't walk to Mr. Sammy's right now and start living the dream. The thought of having a 14-inch picture box made his mouth water. His neighbor, Mr. Taylor, had a red 1938 Plymouth sedan parked out front. Taylor always had the latest device and doohickey, and it drove Dylan crazy. For once in his life, he wanted the upper hand for his self-righteous neighbor to grovel at his feet. Of course, he kept these thoughts to himself. A ball of fire needs a cage. The DeMont, the Electron, the Colossal, and the Helicrafters decorated Sammy's in all flavors and shapes. Some were low to the floor. Others were contained in a wooden chassis. Besides the contrast between extravagant and practical, there were two similarities. Every set was about 14 inch wide, and every set cost an arm and a funny bone. His factory job can barely afford the rent, and his horses were, let's just say, were on a losing streak. Too many choices, am I right? You know you're living in a capitalist society when you've got too many choices, said a man, puffing on a long cigarette. It's not the choices, but, um, uh, well... You know, I get it, but there's a cost for everything. We either pay with currency, energy, or time. What you value the most will determine how much you're willing to pay. See that young couple over there? Notice her eyes feasting for the latest model. I'll tell you this. If her husband says no, she'll slit his throat, step over his bloody corpse, and purchased the TV. It's the curse of the modern world, I tell you. We fall in love with the material and lose ourselves in delusion. The man nonchalantly tapped the ashes on the floor. Dylan wasn't sure if he should give an answer or remain quiet. There's a rumor going around that smoking may kill you. There's a cost for everything, I guess. The question is... Are you willing to pay it? He closed his eyes, took a long drag and inhaled. Dylan took a step back and eyeballed the exit. I'm Sammy Hugo, the proprietor of this fine establishment. He extended his big meaty hand and Dylan shook it. So, what's your poison? You know, the picture boxes. Which one do you like? He took another gander at the boxes and the price tags dangling from the side. Pretty pricey, aren't they? 
No worries. I've got something special that arrived a few days ago. Follow me. A bedsheet covered an enormous rectangular object at the back of the store. What is it? Sammy gestured for him to take off the sheet. A 50-inch flat-screen display with no antennas or visible buttons was revealed. What the heck? Tell me about it. Never seen anything like it. Not even sure how it got here. Look at the name at the bottom. Samsung. Dylan brushed his finger along the curves and the silky, smooth display. If the TVs in the showroom were way out of his price range, he couldn't imagine the price of this Samsung. Why keep this back here? My customers are creatures of comfort. They live within the status quo. They draw within the lines. To them, ripples and shades of gray are an anathema. To turn a profit, I need to feed them 14-inch screens with minor modifications. My business thrives on the predictable, not the anomalies. Whatever this Samsung is, it's way beyond our time. Sammy made a deal with Dylan. For way less than the regular cost of an average TV, the Samsung was his. He even drove it to his place, gave him the remote control, and plugged it into the living room. His sweet, considerate, and tactful wife, if I may add, entered the room. Are you out of your freaking mind? Look at the size of this thing. It's not enough. You throw our money on horses, but on a picture box? <laughs> Should have listened to my mother and married Eugene. At least he was going places with a full set of teeth and a law degree. She inspected the front and back of the Samsung and took a gulp of her brandy. It wasn't that expensive. Um, in fact, Mr. Sammy gave me a great deal. You see that? Please, there you go again with your excuses. And look at this thing. No one should have a TV this big. She muttered a couple of choice words under her breath and stormed off. Undeterred, Dylan held the remote and pressed the button. Instead of a fuzzy black and white picture, a lady in vivid color appeared. Congratulations and welcome to Samsung Kronos, your window into today and the future. He hit pause and studied the details of her tight, smooth skin and black curly hair. Her dark brown eyes stared into his without flickering. This is a unique viewing experience, allowing you to see glimpses of future events. Channels are divided into decades, subdivided into years, months and days. You also have your personal timeline channel, aka PTC. These glimpses into future events are within a 99% accuracy rate. Altering the future is virtually impossible since changes in the timeline rebounds to its natural order. 
We strongly discourage you from accessing your PTC. He noticed the label button on the top right of the remote. Most people can't accept their personal timeline, for it's not exactly what they envisioned. Attempting to alter your personal timeline to evade the unavoidable may result in a more precarious reality. Now, sit back, relax, and embrace the future. If you need any help, just say Kronos. Dylan stared at the blue screen and ran his fingers on the remote. This must be a gimmick or, or some kind of prank. He selected the 1960s and chose July 20th. 1969. Uh, very, very fine-grained as you get close to it. It's almost like a powder. The black and white image flickered until a man in a strange suit stepped outside of a spaceship. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. He moved the dial to November 9th, 1989, and witnessed the destruction of the Berlin Wall. Look at them, they've been there since last night. They are here in the thousands, they are here in the tens of thousands. Occasionally they shout, Die Mauer muss weg, the wall must go. Thousands and thousands of West Germans come to make the point that the wall has suddenly become irrelevant. Dylan jotted down the date, place, and time of these events in his notebook. Dial turned to April 4th, 1968. Eyewitnesses to the assassination say that Dr. King left his room 306 at the Lorraine Hotel just before dinner to get some air. He walked over to the railing at this spot and noticing some friends below, he leaned over and began to speak with them. Police say 205 feet away in a window in a flop house, the assassin waited. He turned forward to 2001. He turned backwards to 1984. Well, in the last three or four years, it evolved into breakdancing, which is now absolutely uh, sweeping the country. Dial moved forward to January 20th, 2009. I, Barack Hussein Obama, do solemnly swear. For a few months, he inscribed glimpses of future events in his notebook. Three nations of the world can never forget that it was the indomitable resistance of the people of Britain that bought the precious time for the mobilization of the forces of freedom around the globe. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. Connecting one event to the other. Rather than bragging to his neighbor, he kept the TV secret and continued studying human events. 
a new South Africa has to eliminate the racial hatred and suspicion caused by apartheid and offer guarantees to all its citizens of peace, security, and prosperity. He enrolled in university and received a doctorate in political science. His books and essays on interconnectivity theory made him a household name. However, Dylan didn't strike it rich. He was more comfortable, more educated, but still unsatisfied. So he sunk back to his favorite pastime. You guessed it. They've got 200 yards to come. Horse racing. Both of them trying. Seabiscuit leads by a length. Now Seabiscuit by a length and a half. He adjusted the TV one day into the future, went to the tracks, and placed his bet. With a steady stream of cash, Dylan replaced his old furniture and chucked his fridge and stove for the latest models. For some strange reason, his wife stopped nagging him about his gambling addiction and comparing him to Eugene. I guess the leather handbags, diamonds, and pearls kept her occupied. Dylan's winning streak made the front page. Some questioned how he knew which horse would come in first. Others thought the system was bent to his advantage. Interview after interview. Our special guest today is Dylan McGee. They inquired on his method. And as always, he'll shrug his shoulders and play dumb. So tell me, McGee, how did you do it? I'm no one special or anything like that. I've been intuitive. I've always been. As time moved on, he was more curious about the PTC button. He was thrilled and horrified about future events. But what about his timeline? Not knowing his demise was unsettling. It kept him up at night, and he stared at the ceiling, wondering how many days he had left. What is success? What's striving for greatness when the grave awaits me? We strongly discourage you from accessing your PTC. He hit the button, causing the screen to pixelate and turn like a vortex. The image stopped spinning. A mangled and derailed commuter train was on the screen. The Longley train headed to Picasso Station jumped the tracks, causing a spark as it burst into flames. 105 souls were on board. Currently, there's no survivors. The date and time matched his business meeting, so he canceled the appointment. Trazzy struck this quiet suburban neighborhood when a drunk driver swerved into 52-year-old Dylan McGee. Mr. McGee the man who amassed a fortune in his horse betting and was given the title the luckiest man alive was found dead. Daily, he checked his PTC and avoided one tragedy after the other. His life revolved around a single button. It dictated his sleeping pattern and his travels. Important meetings and vacations were put on hold at a moment's notice. 
Dylan was a man enslaved to a button. The PTC was inconsistent, showing his demise within seven days or less. On a few occasions, it was the following day as he frantically wrote down the details. His wife enjoyed her diamonds and pearls, but grew impatient of her husband's reclusiveness. He refused to confide in her and share the secret of the Samsung. Uh, Cronus? How may I help you? It's about the PTC. Did you press the button? Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, it's right there. How can anyone resist? Stronger people have resisted. So, how may I help you? Well, you see, my my PTC has shown me that um that I don't have a lot of time left. It it gives me a day or a week to avoid my well, you know. Uh, look, what what I'm trying to say is is there a way to stabilize my PTC so I could check it once a week rather than what I'm doing right now every day? Your future is within a 99% accuracy, making it virtually impossible to change. Every time you try to elude your fate, your PTC recalibrates. Her demeanor softened, like a best friend dishing out the hard truth. Uh, I, I can't live like this. Look at me, I'm a wreck. I don't go out much, and, and I'm always watching behind my back. We gave you an opportunity to change the future, and all you're concerned about is your personal timeline channel. To be fair, you did write a bestseller about human connectivity, an idea inspired by Kronos. What do you mean, we? She gathered her thoughts and picked her words carefully. We are part of an international body called the Time Collective. Our purpose is to heal the future. Your possession of a Kronos is far from random. In fact, you are one out of ten individuals spanning the centuries. The future is not set in stone. Within the one percent variable, things could change. So what should I do now? Accept my fate and live my life? I'm like, how does this work? You answered your own question. Shielding yourself from the inevitable is a cruel existence. Everyone is given a certain amount of time. Some more, some less. But it's not in the quantity, it's in the quality. Dylan stopped obsessing about his personal timeline. Instead, he made love to his wife and prayed for the first time in years. He continued to record future events. Imaginary time. People think it's something you have in dreams or when you're up against a deadline. But it's a well-defined concept. He gave speeches, wrote more books, and shifted the course of humanity. Where 
there is discord, may we bring harmony. Where there is error, may we bring truth. Where there is doubt, may we bring faith. I just want to say, you know, can we can we all get along? Can we can we get along? Um, can we stop making it making it horrible for for the for the older people and the, and the and the, and the kids? This story was inspired a long time ago. This was about, let's just say, 20, 25 years ago. I wanted to write this type of story. It's taken me this long to figure it out. Originally, I had a kind of a rough idea of, of a man back in, back in the 50s. That's what the original plan was. And he was given a, a, a newspaper. And this newspaper predicted future events so every day he'll go out and you'll find the newspaper and it predicted all of the horse races and what he did is he betted on the horse races and he became rich it's similar to the story i just couldn't figure out how to tell it and sometimes as writers it takes a little while to to figure out not just the inspiration but how to put it down on paper And I finally did that with this story. And I hope somehow this inspires you to live a life that's worthy to be lived, rather than just watching your mortal clock ticking down, to make the most out of your time. In this story, Mickey made the most, started off as as kind of a doofus, and then he matured. He used his new gift to try to make the world a better place. So I suggest that you use whatever time you have and whatever gift you have to make this world slightly better. If you want to become a fan of this show on Twitter, reach out to me. I'm building a group of extraordinary people that we share our time with each other, learning from each other and being inspired, asking questions, and and growing in that way. So if you want to be a part of us, reach out to me on Twitter. My handle there is Poetic Earthling. And also, if you haven't done so already, please spread the word about Welcome to Earth Stories. That is the best way, the number one way to spread a podcast. Extra special thanks to Timothy Kim O'Brien who played the radio commercial ad. Extra, extra special thanks to Karen Heimdall as voice of Kronos. Please check out her podcast, Cheka. The song Signal to Noise by Scott Buckley. Other music in this episode is by freesound.org and Epidemic Sound. And stay tuned to all the credits at the end of this episode. And remember, be kind to each other. Be a good earthling. And I'll talk to you soon. Time Collective. Written and produced by York Campbell. Sammy Hugo, the TV shop owner, was performed by Ichabod Ebenezer. You can follow him on Twitter at Ichabod Ebenezer. Tiffany C. Lewis played Dylan's wife. Are you out of your freaking mind? Tiffany can be found on Twitter at author T.C. Lewis. 
and on her podcast, Beta Reader Bits. Also, remember to sign up for our newsletter, The Earthling Report. These are brief articles that goes behind the scenes of the episodes to help you think more creatively. All of these links, including our performers, are in the show notes on your device or on our website, welcometoearthstories.com. I'm Shantae from ctamarketing.biz. See you next time on Welcome to Earth Stories. Welcome to Earth Stories.